Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swaddlers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swaddlers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better than the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to ABG, Asian Boss Girl, a podcast for the modern-day Asian-American woman. My name is Mel. I'm Helen. And I'm Janet. Hi, everyone. It's Helen. And Mel here. And today, we have a very unique episode for you. Something that we talk about often on our podcast is our experiences with dating and love. And as many of you know, dating is not easy. Having a boyfriend or girlfriend or a significant other can be one of the most challenging dynamics to navigate. And while some connections hold strong and end in a beautiful lifetime together, a lot of these connections fizzle out. In episode 85, we wrote a letter to our exes. It was the first time we got that open and vulnerable with one of our past relationships on this podcast. And so many of you enjoyed hearing our letters, especially the idea that opening old wounds and memories can actually be a healing process if approached with gratitude in mind. Today, our girl Janet is taking this action one step further. She agreed to have an actual conversation with an ex. His name is Wesley Chan. We call him Wes. And their relationship was a meaningful one, though short-lived. He's also one of the co-founders of Longford Productions and a good friend of ours. This will also be the first time they reflect back on their college relationship together. The first time in 17 years. That's all we'll say for now. But we hope you enjoy this chat between two good friends, once lovers. So Janet, how do you feel right now? feel a little bit nervous. Um, I think what we're going to talk about is a very long time ago for me. So in preparation, I tried to kind of like rethink and uh, go back to some of those times. I don't know if I'm going to learn anything new today that I didn't know before. So that's a little nerve wracking. What are you hoping to get out of this conversation? Um, maybe a better sense of closure. I don't know. I think that we were so young and it was so long ago and we have like a pretty good friendship now, but, um, it felt like there was a little bit of a gap where we're not really a gap. I think we addressed it then, but I'm curious, like now that we're older and we've also been through a lot of other relationships, maybe we have new things to take away. Okay. Wes, Mm -hmm. how are you feeling right now? No big deal. <laughs> I'm very nervous. Uh, not because uh, I don't want to talk to Janet about this. It's because it hasn't. We haven't had a chance to talk about our past in a long time. You know, some stuff is kind of fuzzy. Honestly, I'm nervous, but this has been on the table for a long time because uh, Helen and Mel have been very 
very um, persistent about this topic. Um, and I think it's a good, good topic. There's not a lot of people that have sustained a relationship like Janet and I. Um, so I am grateful enough if I can share a little bit about it in a positive light, then why not? But I am very nervous. Look at one of your gifts from Janet inspired when you're One of her gifts to me. Yes, Janet gave me um, a scarf that she made by herself. And um, it's a gray scarf. And uh, I, I like it very much. Uh, and I put it in a short film of mine that's uh, very old, uh, maybe ten, more than 10 years old now, um, called One Five Fell. And I'm really happy that I could share that gift that Jenna gave to me because it, it meant a lot and it still means a lot. I don't have it with me now, though. Hi. Hi. Oh, you put on your, your, your podcast voice. Is that my podcast voice? <laughs> it's just my regular voice. It's, it's always an, it's, it's a nice voice. Thank you. I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of nervous. I know you are kind of nervous. I'm, I'm nervous. <laughs> I, you seem very composed, but that's just, that's just you being you. Yeah. Um, so this is maybe for context for people watching, like we obviously are friends, so mm. it's not like I haven't seen you in 17 years. I see you very no. often. You yeah. see me very often. Mm -hmm. Um, but we haven't really like talked about mm -hmm. like our period of dating in college. Yeah. That was a really long time ago. I feel like we, I mean, I, I know that I kind of joke at, I don't know, I like bring it up sometimes yeah. like jokingly, not as a, uh, any point of you know, spite or, or ill will, just like, oh, we share something really special, I think. Yeah. And um, it's it's nice that we can look back on it and not um, feel terrible. Yeah. You know? Um, and I think, like, we do have a deep friendship. Like, it's not, it's not like we don't talk about other deep things. Yeah. Or we, it's not like we have a superficial friendship. I right. think, if anything, we do, like, I've told you about things that, you know, have troubled me and you've been really yeah. helpful. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but it's just, yeah, the one, that one time period, we don't really go back to, not because we don't like it or anything. It's just, it was long ago. And we kind of closed the book on it in order to like, I guess, build a different type of bound, like foundation of a friendship. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, I would hope so. So I guess we'll, we're going to try to rewind. I don't know how good your memory is. Mine's getting progressively worse as I get older. But um, we, the, uh, 17 years ago, so this was at UCSD mm. in 2003, 2004. Yeah. Well, first, first, let me say thanks for having me on my first oh, yeah. episode thanks of BBG. <laughs> um, I've seen you guys build this from the beginning. Yeah. Um, and I'm really proud of you guys. Uh, I've seen like each of your journeys. Actually, like my, my relationship with, with each of you is, is goes so far back. Yeah. Uh, so I feel really lucky to have seen... The beginnings of it and really really proud of you guys thank you and it's a little bit um of a interesting thing because like i saw you and wong fu yeah because i knew you yeah. guys when you first met exactly so that's a weird very coincidental thing yeah, to see very, someone go through yeah. journeys like that there's very few people that can say that um they saw the beginnings of each other's endeavors all right let's let's go let's back start okay or not start let's yeah let's go back to um how we first met do you remember how we first met which part all the parts all the parts <laughs> you go first i i realized that um my memory is very spotty like some things are yeah. very clear i'm ashamed to say some things are are very blank and all I, same for me yeah. yeah um and maybe that just happens i i feel like i remember i'm like getting nervous just, like <laughs> thinking about it but i mean you talked about it in a previous episode sort of okay did you 
I, uh, I, I think I talked about our interaction, but mm. um, I didn't know you when we first met. Yeah, I was a stranger. Yeah. Well, first I'll say like you were, this was my first relationship. Yes. And this was my second relationship, but second ever. And we were very young. We were like 18, 19. Wait, when, when we were together? Yeah. I was, I was probably 19. 19. Yeah. Yeah. So like 18, 19, very young. You were, it was your first relationship. It was my like second. So we, we met on the, on UCSD shuttle, right? Yeah. Is that what you remember? I mean, my, mine precedes that a little bit because I, because I pursued. Because you stalked me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> guys gotta put the work in uh, I think I first talked to you on the shuttle yeah which sounds so innocent and cute but we had a class together we had um, econ it was like the most basic econ it was class. like the intro econ yeah. class yeah and I couldn't even make it through that <laughs> <laughs> like we met each other at a time when I was I was considering um, minoring yeah not econ. even double minor and I couldn't even do that but uh, without it I wouldn't have met you so but nice. because it was an intro class, there were a lot of people. Like, it was like two th- to three hundred. Three hundred at least. Three hundred people. Yeah, one of the bigger lecture halls. Mm-hmm. And uh, you always sat in the same place, and I always sat in the same place. And you know, you were in my eye line, and I I thought you were really cute. And I was like, but what, like, how am I gonna like? How does this even start? How do, how does this even happen? Like, so you see someone, and it's like you know, in high school or something. It's like the classes are so small, and and you you. You kind of know someone that knows someone, right? Right. But in, in university, it's like, these are just strangers and someone's got to make a move. And um, so, I, you know, we were in the same class and, you know, I see you every day. <laughs> and this is like crazy to you because you don't... You, I didn't know. Yeah, no idea. Yeah. You were just focused on the lesson and, and getting straight A's. I was a hyper, hyper, like, foc- that I was a freshman then. So, like, mm-hmm. I always sat in the center, in the middle um, yeah. I was like super hyper focused on the on the teacher and the lecturer, and I was uh, always on the right side, all the way to the side, so that I could like do this and fall asleep. <laughs> I remember, yeah, I remember you, you were always very focused, and you also left really quick too. I don't know if you had a class after that. I, I generally would go from class to class and was very kind of like mm. focused on my thing. So yeah, so there wasn't really an opportunity for us to I guess like talk in class. No, no, of course not. But then we, the, our first interaction was. Um, it was coincidental right because I was riding the shuttle with my roommate and then the, there was no one else on the shuttle and then on the next stop you got on and I was like oh I thought you looked familiar I think really because you sat in front of me so there's no way you could have recognized me or I maybe either I I actually it's kind of fuzzy now if I knew you before or not but that was the first time we talked yeah I, I don't think you knew me before um that would be a crazy twist <laughs> Maybe I'm misremembering, yeah. So my plan was, I actually did want to talk to you after class, but you were, you were always so fast that I didn't know where you went. <laughs> like, you just disappeared. And I'm like, okay, maybe that's the sign. Yes, the shuttle was the first interaction, but there was something, I saw you in a newspaper. Do you remember uh, this? Because I wrote for Ravel's newspaper. Yeah. So I wrote an article and I was on the staff, so I, I was on the newspaper thing. Right, and that's actually how I found out what your name was. Oh, but I, of course, I wouldn't tell you this. You know, I, there was like a stack of newspapers in the laundry room or something, and I, I happened to see one, and then I'm like, "Oh, it's the it's the cute girl." I'm like, "Oh, her name's Janet." Okay, <laughs> what, what are you supposed to do with that? Nothing. And then, uh, and then yeah, and then we get on the bus, and I honestly don't m- remember what I said. You asked me how I did on the final. Oh, worst line ever. <laughs> <laughs> so typical and boring. How'd you do on the final? 
Uh, I think I remember doing okay, yes. and then yeah. I remember you said I didn't know there was a backside to yeah. the Bible. <laughs> That's the punchline, uh, and it's true. You know, it was a really sad moment for me because there was a whole side of that thing I didn't finish, and I, I got probably like a C or something. But yeah, great opener, huh? <laughs> so, but that was so that was our first interaction, and then how did we keep the conversation going? I actually don't quite remember. Yeah, because we we got off and got onto the class, but it's not like we kept talking after that. Yeah. Um, I know that, I mean, I think we both know that it it moved, like, online. Yeah. Like, we talked online because we met spring quarter, basically right before the school year ended. So there was this feeling of, oh, you know, like, there's, like, this potential, but we're about to, like, be separated. And go on summer break. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember, like, how it transitioned. I, yeah, I don't really remember either, but I do remember that specifically during that time it was through like Zango was really mm-hmm. big. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of how we kept in contact was uh, through Zanga messaging. The comments, the comments yeah. Because yeah. I had, that was the summer that I went to China with my family and with my sister and my cousin. So mm-hmm. I was doing a lot of traveling and then you were in back in the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of how I got to know you was like through the, through Zanga because you also showcase a lot of your like work too. Yeah. And that was, so all I remember about my impression of you was, oh, he's really cute and he's really artistic. Um, and I, yeah, I don't know. Those were the two. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, that was a time when I was like showing a lot of, I was writing like actual posts and stuff and uh, I was really into photography. Yeah. Uh, so I posted photos. I mean, I still am, but um back then like posting photos was kind of a, a novelty like not everyone was doing it so it was a good place to to do that but yeah I remember I remember being really excited every time like I'd see a comment from you because <laughs> uh, why don't we use like a messenger it's not like they're AI yeah you know? I don't really remember oh I think it was because I was um the traveling time, yeah the time difference so the time difference yeah. so mostly it was like in the comments on Zango were like yeah the Basically, our, our little email messages. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, we we first talked on the bus, and then like uh, that quarter finished up. Summer came around. You went to China. Uh, I went up to the Bay Area to be home. We kept in contact through Zanga comments. Uh, made it through a summer there. Got to know each other a little bit better mm-hmm. just through online though. Um, and then school starts again. I was excited to see you again, um, but we still weren't official. Right. Right. Uh, and then school starts. We're both moving in to our new uh, apartments on campus, which are basically next to each other. Um, and I think one night, it's fuzzy, but I, I remember there was a light post in front of your your building. And it was like this, you'd walk down the street every time to get to class. And at night, this light post would just cast this one like cone of light. And it's really nice, I thought. And I feel like I asked you there, if um, you wanted to be my girlfriend, I think, but... Is it sad that I don't remember? No, because it's, <laughs> it's not because I'm not sure either. And yeah. it's, it's sad because those moments you would expect to remember, to be right? Mo- yeah, but it's not like the moments that I remember were all of the buildup mm. to like getting to know each other. And actually, now that you're talking about it, I realize that um, a huge part of what made the beginning so like happy and bubbly and fluffy was because we weren't in person. It was all online. Yeah. Right? So there was a bit of like, all I had to go off of was all of the positive. <laughs> no, 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 not right. Like you didn't get to, we didn't, you don't get to kind of like really get to like 
know the other person no. and their quirks and, and personality things because it was just the beautiful images yeah, and yeah. the and the like comments that make your stomach flutter, yeah. right? So. And you get you get a chance to think out your answers. Right. You know, yeah. and that like basically it's like online dating now. It is <laughs> kind of, yeah. Kind of. But it did what it did do though for me was like I had because I don't think before you I had that experience of like feeling like I was like massively crushing on someone and then getting to date them. Because my first relationship was like a slow buildup and mm. we were friends and then it developed into mm. something romantic. This was the opposite where like I didn't know who you were, but yeah. like getting to know you online and seeing this like seeing your talent and I thought you were cute. Like it was just it was a very kind of like the fantasy driven of mm-hmm. um, getting to date someone that you had a crush on, right? Yeah, yeah, getting giddy, right? Yeah. Just thinking about <laughs> it. Um, it was also, so it was your first relationship. It was my first time dating someone where like I had my own space and mm-hmm. you had your own space. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of this like kind of experiencing what it's like to be a couple and like to cook dinner together mm-hmm. and to like sleep in the same bed together and things mm-hmm. like that. I think that was, I have very fond memories of the, that I guess like the innocence of, of developing a relationship yeah. in that, yeah, in that with you. It, it was, we had our own space, but we both had roommates. Yeah. Uh, but they were both kind of never around, I feel like. Yeah. Then it, it was. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, no, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. We were, we were very close, basically like next door neighbors, like that close. Um, but a college relationship is unique in that you're kind of in a bubble. So even the things that we did together were still things that were on campus. Yeah. Uh, we actually didn't do too much outside campus. Uh, I, I wish we did. Not like it was any, it was anyone's. Just looking back, it would have been nice to get out. But I think we were both like focused on school, obviously. Yeah, I was just trying to think if there was anything we did together when we met uh, b- before summer. We did have, did we, we went and got sushi at one of the dining halls and then went and like took photos or something. So these were all like really like kind of innocent. Yeah. 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 Um, at, at a new dining hall that at a new dining was very hall. underwhelming. It was so pretty. No, no. This, this was, it was nice. But like when I got, it was like empty and like, uh, it wasn't the, maybe I was just nervous. The experience that you wanted. Yeah. I think, I think looking back, it would have been nice if it was something more fun, but it felt, it felt so like lonely. You know, and even if we, maybe, I think I was just nervous actually, because because uh, I was hoping it'd be like a kind of lively atmosphere, mm. and then it was like this empty dining hall. And I think I was probably scared out of my mind, but really, you're scared. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's a, like there's a level of like you want to you want to impress the other person, and I think mm-hmm. we, in in us trying to get to know each other, I didn't know you know what to do mm-hmm. or what. And do you remember you took a photo of me in, like, that was our first, like, I guess you could call it date, right? Mm. Do you not remember that? Which photo? It was, like, a kind of a candid, while we were eating sushi, you were sitting across from me, and then it was kind of angled upward. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, that's, that's not well, cool. That's not cool. No, no, no. I think it was, like, you were letting me know you were taking a photo of me. But, it, like, it stands out to me because I don't... Uh, I had at the time, like, I didn't have any photographer friends or anything like that. Mm. So it was the first time I had, like, a photo of me where it was not, like, posed. Mm. And it was, like, capturing me in some sort of... I think I was, like, really happy and, like, smiling. So I, I think it Was me. your hand, like, kind of up? I think so. Yeah, I, I think... Know, I, yeah. <laughs> what is your favorite? It didn't have to be a positive memory, but, like, what is a standout memory? Um, I, I honestly, like, the beginning was stood out just because I think there was so much nerves and, like, a, you know, just working up the courage to talk to you. 
Are we talking about in the, the course of the entire relationship? Yeah. yeah. Definitely. I, I actually do remember. I remember one thing very clearly. Um, remember when I brought you Boba? Yes. Actually, so that was that's one probably of my the, favorite memories. That's, that's probably like my earliest clear memory. So before the school year ended, I, we had started talking a little bit. At that point, you lived on the other side of campus. But I was out with my friends getting Boba, and I don't think I knew your order. I just got something, right? Or did I know it? I think you got me like a green tea. It's like a peach, peach green tea. Yeah, yeah, peach green with tea. With Boba. Yeah. And uh, I was like, I think I told you, I was like, hey, are you, are you at your apartment? I want to drop something off. And <laughs> I show up and I was super nervous. But then that escalated like a hundred times more because right? when I walked in, you're like with all your students. Study group. <laughs> a study group. I would literally walk in and there's like a crowd of people yeah, in, yeah. in the lobby. And I was like, got your boba. And then when you left, all my room was like, oh my God, here's you. <laughs> but that was really, really sweet. Because I think for me, one of my love languages is like being taken care of mm. or like acts of service. Totally that is. That. It, <laughs> but, but it was like I was studying. And then you, and also, well, acts of service, but also like being taken care of, right? So not only is it like in a moment where I'm working and bringing you something, but I also like when it comes to food or anything like that, because it's a form of nourishment. Right. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah. So that was, that was one of my fond memories. That and you made a really good impression on all my room. So. <laughs> yeah. It was Boba Boy after that. That's right. You right. had the nickname of Boba Boy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, okay. So yeah, I think, I think I asked you out under that light post, but um, if we don't really remember, like we, we can just go with that. I guess. Yeah. That's our story. <laughs> <then, I guess. laughs> but after that, it was, it was very like um, casual. Like it wasn't a big deal. I feel like you know the fact that we were a couple, and I think I mean I I wish I made it a bigger deal because I feel like I don't know like because it was my first. I was I, I don't know if I made you feel special enough, mm. and um, I was just kind of going about life normally, but with you yeah. at, at certain moments, and I think that would have changed that. Hmm. Thank you for sharing that. I didn't ever really think about it from that perspective. Um, I actually, I mean, I think towards the like middle and end of our relationship, we, the reason why it kind of ended, because we addressed it, it felt like it was kind of going into more of a platonic or like mm -hmm. something felt like it was missing. Mm -hmm. But before that, I felt like we were, like I didn't feel any lacking of um, actions or, or things like that. Um, and I, yeah, I think because it was, it was my second relationship, but it was also very different. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, like I remember you came to meet my parents. Um, yeah. so it still felt there were like the formalities that right. you did. And we had, we had like a, a Valentine's day dinner where I remember you had like a really big final project due. And I was like, we can do it another night. Um, but you were like, no, let's go. So we went to get sushi in like downtown La Jolla. Yeah. So I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't feel that way, but I appreciate that, <laughs> you, <laughs> that you have that kind of. That's good. I mean, I'm, yeah, I think, uh, we had, we had, it definitely wasn't boring at all right, right. but i think i was always second guessing because it was my first one like if you were doing things right. yeah 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 and i think there was there was definitely an insecurity because uh because you had been in one already and uh i was constantly trying to like not make myself think about like you know what she expects based on that and, mm. um but like i said i think being in a college relationship is very unique it's uh even, even going to a dining hall together and, and, and getting stuff to eat is like, does that count as spending, like, is that quality time? Or, right, you know? right. Yeah, I think it probably depends on the person. And, like, mm -hmm. in hindsight, for me, the way that I prefer to have my relationships run is to be able to do the everyday things together with a person. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not really a big, 
events based or like having yeah. to do gifts or things like that. Um, yeah. So it, I guess the college setting worked really well for <laughs> me to have a good relationship. Yeah. Well, back to the question of what I remember, you helped me with a few projects, um, video projects that um, were pretty embarrassing now that I think about it. But um, that was really cool because I was sharing, you know, some of what you like something I do. And I did find it interesting enough to like actively participate. And actually mm-hmm. that is something now in hindsight, I think about like in relationships, it's nice to be able to share your hobbies mm-hmm. with someone. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause we would do kind of the mundane day to day, like yeah. get food together and do different things. But I think also there was a common interest and it was nice to me that like, you had a thing that you were talented in and that you were studying Mm -hmm. and I was interested in it enough where I could kind of like learn from you a little bit and then work on some, and we could talk about things that were interesting to like a shared interest. And on your end, uh, you were a dancer. I mean, you're, you still are a dancer, a very good dancer. Used to be. (laughs) No, 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 no. She downplays it. Okay. (laughs) Everyone on the team like recognized how good you were. Man, like there was so much crossover. So you're on the dance team and then I became friends with the people on the dance team and, you know, every time I saw you, I was like, wow, like, that's my girlfriend. Like, like <laughs> there was also like, man, like, I can't move like that. <laughs> um, but there was an immense sense of, like, pride that I never felt before because I'd never been in a relationship where you could be proud of someone um, in, in that way. You know, there's, like, part of family and there's friends. Yeah, yeah, but, like, yeah. when you're with them, you're like, damn, like, that's... That's awesome. Like she, you feel a little bit connected to yeah, extra thing yeah. because of some, yeah. And every time you know you have performances, I, I'd be the one shooting it. I'd be the, yeah. the camera guy. So um, it was it was nice to share that. Um, and I think we even watched it recently too. So some performances. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One moment I do remember, and we kind of talked about it, is when I went to um, meet your parents. Um, mm-hmm. And this was early on. I, I feel like it was early on. Because some people don't even meet the other person's parents, like... Ever. Ever. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I've, I've had a relationship where I never met the parents. And I, I understand why it's a big deal. Yeah. Right? It's like, um, you know, when you meet the parents, it's it's kind of a big symbol mm-hmm. of the future. But here we were. I was... We were maybe um, a few months in. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was kind of more out of, like, oh, I, I visited my family, like, every weekend. Yeah. And I was like, hey, you want to come? <laughs> yeah. But you, you were very, like... Um, you made it very comfortable and uh, as worried as and nervous as I was, like, you were like, no, it's, it's chill. Um, but not only was I visiting them, I stayed over. Oh, that's right. Wait, why? I don't remember. <laughs> because you go home, you went home for the oh, weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So you just came home with me. And yeah, yeah and uh, I don't think it was my idea to do that. <laughs> um, but, but I mean, we were so innocent too. Like, uh, so what I remember is, you know, being very nervous to meet your parents. I, I love your parents. Um, I only met, I mean, that was the only time I think I met your mom, um, but me and your dad I met a few other times. But um, they got like this huge sushi spread of food and it was like a big deal. Your sister was there too. And um, one thing that we did both really enjoy was Project Runway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the show Project Runway. I introduced you to Project Runway. Did you? I was obsessed with it. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. When it first came out. And... Um, Actually, yeah, and that was it. Was really fun because uh, it's to see a creative side from you. I knew that you were always into uh, making collages. Yeah, um, you showed me old like schoolwork and stuff, and like, oh, well, it's really cool. Um, and seeing your interest in in design, uh, which I also had, 
So we shared that show kind of together. I remember yeah. watching the show in, in your like downstairs guest room. Um, and then, you know, you went back to your room to sleep. Um, but it was, it was a very interesting way to meet your first, uh, meet your parents for the first time. Um, that's pretty clear to me. Yeah. I do always remember you like encouraging me to pursue like creative type stuff or like, cause I, I studied math and econ, right. And I was going very practical, but I was like taking these like visual arts classes and would be always saying like, you like lean into that interest or like you have kind of some, yeah. So that I did appreciate. Good. I'm, and look at you now. <laughs> There is no woman in this world whom I value the way that I value my mother. But when it comes to expressing my love to her through gifts, it can be quite a challenge. ABGs and ABBs out there can probably relate. Chinese moms are hard to shop for. They don't want you spending money on them, so they'll never share with you what they want. So growing up, my sister and I would often show our love through acts of service, making our mom breakfast for Mother's Day. But one year, we bought her a pair of diamond earrings. And I'll never forget how happy they made her and how proud she was that we chose a design that matched her taste. If you're looking for a way to express your love for a mom in your life this Mother's Day, consider a gift that's a physical symbol of your love and gratitude with Pandora Jewelry. They have a variety of rings, necklaces, earrings, bracelets, and charms that can be customized to fit all styles and personalities. I personally think the dazzling droplet stud earrings are gorgeous. You can shop safely in-store with their styling experts or buy online with in-store pickup and curbside pickup at select locations. Thank the mom in your life for always being there with a sparkling gift from Pandora Jewelry. Go to us.pandora.net slash abg to start shopping or find a store near you. That's us.pandora.net slash abg. So when it comes to cooking, Philip and I have been cooking a lot more at home this past year. This is Helen, by the way. We've been doing a lot of stir fry with veggies, and Philip's gotten very good at his tomato and egg dish. I will say, though, that we haven't been experimenting too much with different types of meats. For one, when we buy meat, we like to choose the ones that are high quality and humanely sourced. And sometimes it's hard to find free-range organic chicken or wild-caught salmon at the grocery store. And secondly... These are expensive meats to just try out a dish with. Luckily, today's sponsor, ButcherBox, is a company that ships a curated selection of high-quality meats directly to your door. At ButcherBox, you just sign up, select your box, and they ship to you every month. Each box has 9 to 11 pounds of meat, enough for 24 individual meals. They're packed fresh and shipped frozen and vacuum-sealed so it stays that way. And for me, I can customize my box or go with one of theirs. Either way, I get exactly what I want. For a limited time, ButcherBox is offering new members a free Essentials Bundle in their first box. That's three pounds of chicken breast, two pounds of pork chops, and two pounds of ground beef, all for free in your first box. Just go to butcherbox.com abg. That's butcherbox.com abg to get a free essentials bundle in your first box. Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swathers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swathers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better than a leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. 
And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. So we were getting closer and closer, but looking back, uh, I know that I was either very cautious or nervous or just like held back from like a lot of showing affection. Mm. And um, I think uh, I think a lot of that was like I didn't want to um, cross any boundaries, even though we were together still. And I think that I overcorrected in a way that um, probably wasn't helpful. Well, I guess in terms of like the depth of the relationship, right? Like I think yeah. everyone thinks about like a huge milestone in relationships is being able to a feel that you love someone and then be like, say it to them. Right. Um, but I don't even remember if we had this conversation, but from your perspective, like if dealing with that topic and in, in our past romantic relationship, um, I think I was finding my footing in what a relationship was and yeah. was supposed to be. So the statement of like saying you love someone has always been heavy to me, not in a bad way, but you put a lot of weight on it because mm-hmm. it means a lot. And uh, looking back at our relationship, it was relatively short. Yeah. Um, and a lot of it was kind of, you know, followed academics, like in terms mm-hmm. of the school calendar. But uh, I didn't really think about uh, saying that because I was probably still finding it. Yeah. And um, even to this day, that's not something I say easily. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Like from my recollection, um, always in the beginning of, I mean, this being my second relationship, I was still very like cautious about love and felt like, did I even know what love was? Um, And I don't, I feel like we were so young and that wasn't like a concept that we were Mm -hmm. getting. I don't, yeah, I don't even remember conversations about it, but I would say from my perspective, I just, I wasn't at a place where like I felt I understood that enough and Mm -hmm. could could acknowledge if I was feeling it and yeah. articulate it. I, yeah, I don't think, uh, I'm glad. I mean, I'm glad that we, we both felt okay not getting yeah. that too quick. Yeah, I do know though, in hindsight, because we talk about we have this like friendship, right? Mm. That when I think years later, uh, when we would have conversations about pretty serious things happening in our life, yeah. that when you were going through something challenging, I felt it. Like the way that I do when I have really close friends and they're going through a hard time. So to me, that's also a signal of a type of love. Yeah. So that's when I treat, like, I do think we shared something very heavy and special. So even if it wasn't like, oh, I said I loved you yeah. or you said you loved me. Like, I care about you and I love you the way that I love, like, family and friends. So that's a different kind of, yeah. For sure. Uh, thank you, too. I, I was going to say that, too. I think it's, it, it'd be easy for me to say that now. Right, um, right. Uh, with our relationship now. Versus then, because we were we were getting to know each other on uh, 
just on one dynamic. Yeah. And it was within the confines of college. Mm -hmm. And I think after that, we were able to grow and really get to know each other as people. I think it was too early to to put a lot of um, big labels on our relationship. Yeah. Um, honestly, like, even like saying I had a girlfriend at the time was a huge deal to me. Right. So to jump to I love you and the one um, didn't make sense. Yeah. Because uh, I was already on cloud nine just having a girlfriend. <laughs> um, honestly, I thought I wasn't really thinking beyond that. Same. I... Like, I think back in that time, I was still in a mindset where I didn't know if I wanted marriage or, or anything like that. And I was also just like figuring out like what it is to have a, a boyfriend or like a partner. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I will say, I think this was, I think we talked about this too, that, you know, we feel like we kind of jumped into this romantic dynamic where it was like following the butterflies in our stomach and everything and then not really getting to know each other as people. Yeah. So, and then we became like girlfriend and boyfriend based off of kind of just those butterflies. Yeah. And I think that's kind of why ultimately we felt like we hit a, a point where once we started getting to know each other as people, like we weren't sure if we were the most like compatible, I guess, mm-hmm. or like something kind of fizzled. Yeah. Right. Um, I'm trying to find another word than fizzle. Because <laughs> <laughs> I do remember you saying I feel like it should be like something feels off and it feels like it should be better. If you remember that, then that's, yeah. that's probably what happened. <laughs> um, and I agreed. I just remember feeling like things are a little off, but we couldn't identify like what was off, but it just, it felt a little bit like our feelings were changing. I think instead of fizzle, it might be like a, like the dust settles, the butterflies settle, mm-hmm. they land, the butterflies yeah. land. And then you, you reevaluate what the relationship is. And when the butterflies settle, it doesn't mean you're less attractive. Um, it just means you actually have a better idea of what is, what you need mm. and what the other person needs. I think maybe what I was saying, what I was expressing at that point was, I probably said it like that because I didn't know if this was normal or not because yeah, it was my first. So I was like, gauge against. you know, people say that it takes work and, you know, you, like there's a honeymoon stage and, and all this. So I'm like, this is normal. But at the same time, I couldn't fight this feeling of um, something was changing yeah. or, or, or maybe something wasn't progressing in a way that I thought. And I was probably scared to even bring it up just because there's so much weight on the first one. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't remember saying that, but that sounds like something I'd say. Do you remember the catalyst to how we had finally came and had a conversation about like breaking up? You're asking me rhetorically, right? Like, you know. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Does it involve a trip? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. (laughs) Another big indicator of my not readiness and immaturity at the time is coming to terms with with, uh, realizing I had remaining feelings for someone and I couldn't admit that they were all gone and that Mm. that was terrible um and it was on a trip and it was not something i'm proud of um at all because i i remember the rest of the trip after we kind of talked about it and how that went and it's not like i had a exit strategy or anything yeah no. it, it was it was more like just face it like face it like mm-hmm. this is what this is how you feel 
the situation is you're in a relationship, but you can't admit that you're you're totally platonic with this other person. Right, right. But it's not like I cheated. It's, it's not like I was... actions performed uh, in line with feelings that you also can't control. Right? right. And it's not like I... When when I met you, I wasn't thinking about another person. Right. I, I was all in with you. Yeah. But, but then also for context, it's just someone that... I, I also remember that when we met... Because uh, we talked openly about our past relationships mm-hmm. and stuff. And I knew about this other person that you had feelings for. Um uh and you had mentioned like a huge reason why you were like really pushing yourself to take action with me is because you didn't want to relive a situation where like you miss an opportunity right or like it's the importance of being able to express your feelings and to act on them yeah 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 i let myself down because i thought i was past that but the thing is and i we talked about this too when it was like ending that like there wasn't you can't control how you feel, right? You can't control if you have feelings for someone or if you if your feelings for someone change or end. Um, well, you can't control is what you do. And uh, so that was like on my end, I would much rather my partner admit it mm-hmm. and like talk through or like address what they're feeling than to not, right? Because yeah. I think that does a lot more damage. Yeah. And for us, it wasn't like we, as we addressed, were already kind of like, we couldn't figure out why things weren't really like yeah. driving because we were having conversations like about this even before the trip. I remember. Yeah. That. And I, th- I think the trip was something that we both thought, oh, this would be good to change the scenery. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I guess it was a change. With the, and the iron, not irony, but the, I guess the thing is like, um, sometimes you kind of need a catalyst, right? Because I, I don't know if it would have gone, if we just continued kind of like. Who knows? Um you shouldn't have had to experience that in that way on a, on a trip. And it's something that I, that part is very clear to me, mm-hmm. um, but I don't talk about it. Uh, no one would know except for you. And it's not like I'm going to bring that up with you, but I, I feel, yeah, I feel very disappointed. Uh, I can still remember that feeling and yeah, sorry. <laughs> Thank you. No, I mean, we talked about it a lot when it was happening. Um, and so if one of the things that I guess it's like, so I want to talk about this now because we never talk about it, (laughs) but, um, like, uh, I, to be completely honest, I know I'm the kind of person that if I see someone else hurting, I get very, or in, in situations that feel emotionally heavy, I'm always like, it's okay. It's okay. Cause I don't like anyone feeling pain. Right. Mm. But what I've learned now being a little older and also going through other type of emotional situations, like that's not really healthy. Like I should let myself feel things. Mm. Right. And at the time I remember that we were, I was crying. I think there were points where you were crying as well. Um, but I still was like, it's okay. Cause I knew, I knew that you were, did not do anything malicious and that in fact you were very self like judging yourself for, for, for mm-hmm. that situation, which I was like, if any, if it was me, there's no, you didn't, there was nothing you could have done action wise differently. Right. Um, and so I would say I do want to be able to admit that it did hurt me. Um, and that I should have been okay with admitting it to you and letting, I didn't want to, I didn't want to like overburden you because I knew you already felt bad. So I said it was okay, but the truth is it, it didn't feel okay no, at the time. No, it wasn't. Um, I remember you saying it, w- it was okay, but I also, I mean, I think I knew you well enough to know that that's a reaction right. to me. Are you okay with it? No. Um, and I, I could tell that, 
there was a shame that was like, a, you know, we're on this trip together I'd, and I feel like I can't show myself to you because of, mm. because of what uh, we had realized or what I had realized. And there were, really wasn't anyone else to talk to about it. Mm. Um, and I knew, you, I knew her you. And I, I know, I remember you saying like, uh, to the effect of, it was, it was something like you, sh- you shouldn't, you shouldn't get involved with someone if you still have, it was very clear. It was like very direct. This is blessing. Wait, I said that? I think so. No, I remember saying, um, I wanted you to remember that us ending was very separate from any feelings you might have with that person because like our, our dynamic not working out Mm -hmm. was like that situation was completely separate. I was like us, we've kind of concluded we don't really work as a, as Mm -hmm. a couple. Right. So, and then it's like on the side, there's this thing happening and that thing maybe is like the fact that you feel that way for someone else is a, it keeps up, it makes it even a higher contrast. Yeah. That, that's how you should feel when you're with someone that you really like, you know? I, and I remember telling you, like, I want you to not think that you ended this because you had feelings for someone else that it ended because we didn't, we realized we didn't. I, but, but even you said that sometimes you need a catalyst, right? So was yeah. that a catalyst? Uh, but if I'm not supposed to treat it as such, then, um, well, basically what I'm saying, I feel like there was a point where I did understand it, it was very clear to me that I had heard you. So mm-hmm. you tell me now I'm, I'm happy and I'm, I'm glad that we can. Yeah. Um, but don't think that it, don't think that that went over my head. Back yeah. Then. I, knew, I knew it didn't. Um, I, I definitely knew, uh, that I had made a mistake and I had hurt you. So. And then, you know, and that's the shame. Yeah. But so I want to get clear that like, if I were in your shoes, there's no, I don't think you did anything wrong because the only thing that is wrong, I think is like, uh, showcasing that you are attracted to someone or the you had feelings. Right. But I don't, you were doing it without knowing. So I'd never felt like your intentions were like mixed or, or wrong. And I think it made sense to me that you would get into a relationship with me when this person is not in the picture because you you didn't have like false like Mm -hmm. whatever you felt for me was real right but there was a a point where we hit a wall Mm -hmm. and then it's separately you have like you realize that you have feelings or or whatever but um yeah but i think on my end one thing i did want to share that like i never could i could never admit to myself that it Mm -hmm. was like because i wanted to protect it's like, it's not, I don't want to make someone else feel like they mm. did something horrible because also logically didn't, I was like, you didn't do anything wrong. You, you can't control how you feel. Mm. You never had bad intentions. Um, so for me, just to be able to say like, yes, it was hurtful, but that in hindsight, I also feel like now that I've gone through a lot of other relationship interactions and romantic interactions, like this isn't an isolated case. Mm. Um, and it's something I'd rather have learned to deal with when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Otherwise... Because I think that um, it's very human to, like, emotions are human. You can't control how you feel, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And so being able to face the reality of your feelings changing and someone else's feelings for you changing is is a big thing you have to deal with. Yeah. I want you to know that at least that was, like, a positive thing for me is learning how to deal with that because I've had to deal with that multiple times (laughs) after and I probably would not have dealt with it as well in the post if I hadn't had to deal with it in our situation. I'm, I'm happy you said that. I hope you didn't feel like you can say that earlier. Like if it was, 
if you felt like you had to keep that in until like a moment where we could sit down and talk, like mm. you could have said that at any, any yeah. time, you know? And, um, I, I, I think I knew I could, but I also didn't. If this is one of those things where it's like learning to take up space, I guess, or whatever, mm. like I don't, I don't like to do that. No, <laughs> so, no. I think we're yeah. in many ways, we're very similar yeah. in, in that we're looking out this way and less here. Yeah. Yeah. Backtracking a little bit, like, I remember there was quite a few like social events and things. We, yeah, we, we went to like house parties and stuff. Um, and basically you didn't, you didn't want to drink. And this is going to make me sound like I was a crazy partier, but, uh, I mean, at the time compared to now, yes, I, yeah, you I was, yeah. uh, I drank a good amount because you were so set on like, no, I'm, I'm good. And you still came out. It's still, we still had fun. Um, but I was always wondering like what, what happened was, when I, after we graduated, after I graduated, mm. things kind of flipped a little bit and, yeah. <laughs> and you were like, I had heard you were like kind of all in and, um, and I was happy. I was like, Oh good. I'm glad. Like, not that you have to drink to have fun or, or do anything like that, but, um, that you had been more free and, mm. and then looking back, it's hard not to reflect on that and be like, well, was it, was it me or like, what, what was it? And part of me felt like I had missed out on like a new a new gen <laughs> or like you know what I, mean? I i was very different in college i think than maybe i am now yeah before. well i mean all of us in in some ways and for the better like i i respected you so much for like sticking to your guns um, and then you lost our sucker right no um i think i would i think just like social like social things uh, it, it made me second guess, you know, if you were having a good time or, um, mm. you know, shared experiences, right? I mean, in hindsight, the compatibility thing, I always thought maybe we were too similar in yeah. certain ways. Yeah. Um, and that usually in a relationship you have to, I mean, it's the things that like brought us together were the same things that kind of like, well, maybe in a long term you want like a little bit more opposites in certain things. Mm. It's kind of, it's hard for me to identify like this was a, a reason that it didn't work out. A lot of the things that you're talking about and even thought processes, um, I'm like, yeah, I, I would think that too. Or yeah, that's what I would yeah. do too. I think we process things similarly and we're both kind of logical. And maybe that's the thing that kind of, we, we need a little more like crazy or feelings. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. No more crazy. I think crazy is very different. But I think when two people agree too much or there's... Oh, yeah, there's too accommodating. Too accommodating, yeah. And that's a problem I still have, you know, you, you shouldn't make all your decisions based on the other person, right, right. you know, or else you're not going to get anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that was something that I, yeah, I could have been better about. And I think because we were so accommodating, we we're just kind of going at this like kind of safe, yeah, yeah. safe speed yep. within this safe bubble of college. Right, right. So you don't get any, you don't really feel progression or excitement in a right. way that you would hope. Yeah. But you also don't want to admit it. Cause that's like a sense of like failure. There needs to be a dynamic where you're not always on the same page and it doesn't have mm. to be in a negative way. Uh, it's that's like, true. Yeah. it's like you can be reading the same book, um, and get to the end together, but you don't always have to be on the same page. Because there's this big emphasis on, you have to be on the same page about certain things. Oh, I see. Or do you think it's it like bringing different things to the relationship? Like there needs to be some dynamic, you know what? I, I, I'm not, I'm not an expert on yeah, that. Neither I, am I. I'm, I'm not going to say what you need in a, for a successful relationship. All I can speak to is what happened with us. Right. And what happened with us was 
I don't even want to use the word fizzle. The relationship was a way for us to get to know each other as friends. And we kind of worked backwards. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we said, let's go out instead of saying, hey, let's be friends first. But I know that there's a danger there too, because, you know, the whole like, can friends, you know, making that jump, yeah. you know, friend zone, blah, 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 which is probably why past Wesley made the move early on thinking that's, that would have been more successful. But I think some people do work better having uh, built a friendship. Uh, built a friendship. Yeah. And I am a person like that. Mm. And when I tried, when I tried to do it the normal way, um, it hasn't worked. It, it didn't work. Mm. So it's kind of like we ended it and we're like, all right, let's actually do the thing that we should have done first. You're just, just getting like, to know, getting to know each other. Yeah. Yeah. Hey everyone, it's Mel, and one thing I love about working at ABG is ideating the designs for upcoming social media posts. Even though I had previous corporate experience working with social media, I actually never had formal training in design. This is when Issue comes in. Issue helps bring my ideas to life without worrying about the nitpicky details. Issue is the all-in-one platform to create and distribute beautiful digital publications, from brochures to magazines and more. It's perfect for creators, marketers, designers, educators, publishers, salespeople, or anyone that wants to make eye-catching content. An issue makes it easy. Simply upload your PDFs and files, and issue transforms them using your vision and customizable templates to create the content you want. Get started with issue today for free, or if you sign up for a premium account, you'll get 50% off when you go to issue.com slash podcast and use promo code ABG. That's I-S-S-U-U dot com slash podcast and use promo code ABG at checkout for your free account or 50% off your premium account. That's issue.com slash podcast with promo code ABG. I recently got my first post-quarantine haircut and it feels amazing to have a new, lighter, and more texturized do. While I'm loving my new hairdo, I'm still loving my old hair care routine. My Function of Beauty shampoo, conditioner, and hair serum are still my go-tos for hair care. Their hair serum is truly one of my favorite hair products. It's the only thing I use in my hair to style and control frizz, and I love the minty scent. Function of Beauty is the world leader in fully customized hair care. They create a unique formula for you based on a short but thorough quiz and ship your products directly to your home. Every product is sulfate and paraben-free, vegan, and cruelty-free, and they have a wonderful range of fragrances that you can choose from. There's tropical mango, sweet peach, crisp pear, or subtler scents such as lavender, rose, and eucalyptus. And if fragrance is not for you, you can get it unscented as well. I've personally been loving the fresh and minting fragrance of the eucalyptus scent and planning to try out rose for my next bottle. Go to functionofbeauty.com abg to take your quiz and save 20% on your first order. That applies to their full range of customized hair, skin, and body products. That's functionofbeauty.com abg to let them know you heard about it here and to get 20% off your order. functionofbeauty.com abg. Lately, it's been pretty busy at ABG. When my period comes around, it's harder to track when to change my tampon. Time feels like it's just flying. When it comes to my period, I've used tampons for most of my life, but was on the search for something more eco-friendly and mostly something that can last longer than my four to six hour tampons. Luckily, I found Flex. Flex is innovative period care with products that are body safe, made for comfort, and made to keep you moving. So I have both the Flex Disc and the Flex Cup. For the Flex Disc, it's a one-time use menstrual disc that fits perfectly inside your body. Unlike tampons, the disc collects the period instead of absorbs it. And like the name, the material is quite flexible, which means easy insertion. I actually love using the Flex Cup because it's zero waste. Also, the Flex 
Cup is the only menstrual cup on the market with a pull tab, so be the best transition for me as a tampon user. So say goodbye to leaks, mess, and stress, and say hello to healthier peers for people on the planet with Flex. Go to flexfits.com and use code ABG for 20% off your Flex disc starter kits or 10% off your first Flex cup, plus free U.S. shipping. That's code ABG at Flex, F-L-E-X, fits.com slash A-B-G. It was just a, a moment where I don't want to say you're forced to be together because of the nature of the mm. trip, um, but it was uncomfortable because uh, you know I was feeling guilty with myself. I was feeling bad about myself. Um, I knew that I was making someone else feel bad. You want to comfort them, but the close it almost feels like you shouldn't get any closer to mm. them. And here, here we are sitting on this four-hour bus ride together. What do you say? What do you not say? Mm. Um, how do you enjoy the rest of the trip you really can't and time I just remember time moving at a stand like it was just a standstill for me like it just felt like uh, so helpless in terms of how to make the situation better Mm -hmm. Um, and usually in a situation like that my first response would be to kind of say whatever I needed to say to at least try to make you feel better and then remove myself because I, I think I felt like I was the, the factor that was mm. the problem. And the bus ride was just uncomfortable because I couldn't remove myself. Um, I, I felt like I was like kryptonite to you mm. in that moment. Uh, so that's very clear. Strangely enough, I don't remember that at all. But I do remember the conversation we had when we, when you started to realize and process like what you were feeling on the stairs and that was in the stairwell. Was yeah. that at your brother's apartment? It was outside my brother's apartment. It was outside your brother's apartment. So I do remember the stairwells being really like, there was like the fluorescent, the gross it fluorescent gross. lighting <laughs> that we it both was... ate. So something that even though it was like a painful experience, like I remember crying, but I also remember you crying. And that was something that in hindsight now, like having had other challenging uh, conversations about relationships that I do appreciate because it, to me, it's a signal that you were deeply impacted and you were moved, um, a by what we shared. Um, and then when you were saying you reacted with guilt, it means that you felt like a huge sense of like respect and responsibility to even to have that react that way, right. About something that you didn't even do, but just that you were feeling. Um, so that was, that to me is like a very, nice thing to have because I've had a couple of conversations post where sometimes it feels very stoic from Mm. the other end and that doesn't necessarily feel good being the potential partner so that was the first time uh, emotions of that type type came out and at that level and and a certain sense of confusion uh not knowing what the next step should be I'm not the most emotional person I know that so when things come out like naturally or when things just uh and i know for myself it it means a lot and it hurt to let you down uh, and let myself down i'm really really grateful for what we have now and that yeah uh, and i know it doesn't come easily and often um that's why i think that is why sometimes i do maybe, you know, make references or, or 
mentioned that we were in something before, not to poke fun at it, but almost like a, a pride because I know not a lot of people can share that. Yeah. So I think I remember um, when we ended, actually the, the period immediately following that was really fuzzy for me. Mm-hmm. But um, I think, as you mentioned, because we were dating during the school year, there was like a natural break and probably summer break. Yeah. And I think that probably helped because you were basically just like physically, geographically apart. Yeah. Um, and then when the school year started again, I remember then we just kind of, because we had kind of similar circles of friends. So we started seeing each other again. This was uh, my senior year, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think, right? I'm yeah. trying to remember of like... It, it must have been. Yeah. No, because my, my, uh, my third year is when we met. Mm. And then uh, and then we went on that trip. Truths came out, ended, came back to school. Um, I think the distance uh, definitely, I guess, helps uh, if you want to use that. It was a way for us to like process yeah. what had happened. Coming back, uh, I was a senior at that point and... Um, interesting enough, that's when me and my two friends decided to make a movie. Yeah. <laughs> and that took up the Love whole, yeah, the whole school year that became life. Maybe to my fault, I, I didn't, I don't think we even reconnected or readdressed or addressed what had happened. Yeah. But I don't know if that was even necessary. Yeah. I don't, I just, I do remember that there was a pretty, um, I don't want to say smooth transition into friendship, but it kind of just happened. Just happened. Uh, I think partially because we also didn't date for that long. I think we got to know each other and then it took, because it was like over the summer we got You're to right. know each other. Yeah. And then we started dating during the school year and then we went on that trip during the winter and then we broke up. It was short. And then we had, I don't know, maybe a couple more months of school and then the summer vacation. So there was like kind of naturally built into the academic year a time mm-hmm. apart. And then by the time we came back, it's like it's been a while and mm. we naturally had similar friends so we were already kind of together. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know, it just kind of transitioned. So I think we kind of said everything in that one time period and mm. then we left and then it was kind of like, I remember it was still a little bit messy when we got back to school initially after the trip because there was, I don't know if you remember this, but you first came back and was like, I think we should get back together. And I was like, no, no, no. And then there was another time when I came to you and I was like, I think we should get back together. And you're like, no, no, no. So I remember it was like a pretty messy break. But then once it happened, then it like, do you remember that? No. Now that you say it, I do. But oh my gosh, I I forgot that there was a little plot twist like that. The plot twist? <laughs> <laughs> I remember more of me uh, saying Trigon. Oh. But, but less of... And I was very, I think probably because I was still a little bit like butthurt. So yeah. I was like, no. yeah, you, yeah. I'm glad you're like, hello. <laughs> um, but then I, then I remember coming back to you and being like, I think we should try again. And you're like, no, I think it's like the right decision to not. Um, I don't remember that part. Yeah. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> it's probably, it's probably like. Um, but this is all still within that same year. Right. Very, it's the tumultuous 18, 19 year old kids. It's like the that. fuzziness that comes yeah. with the right after, right? And I think what when we did come back to school, uh, my senior year, your junior year, I think it, and, it, and because it was smooth, kind of confirmed uh, what we thought, which is like we can still have be a friendship. Yeah. Have a friendship. Yeah. And probably yeah. work better as friends. Almost like let's let's start over uh, with this new context. Um, but also I was, I honestly was like totally just movie mode at that point. Yeah. I think 
Um, but I still really enjoyed watching your dance performances and it, and every time I see you dance and it's not a lot now, but I get the same feeling of like, wow, like I, it, it feels like 19 year old West watching <laughs> Dan and again, whenever I see that. And it, yeah, it's, it's nice. I think a big part of remaining friends is, uh, having mutual friends to be exposed to each other still. Yeah. If you had moved home, if I had moved home, um, it's not that we would it's not like we wanted to stop being friends, right. but if there's less opportunity to see each other, um, then that just makes it harder to maintain a connection. Right? Yeah. So I think that is a big part. So in that, I'm thankful that our group of friends, we have a few groups of friends, but the, the big group is pretty diligent about you know staying connected. And I yeah. see you maybe once a month. Yeah. Maybe? Yeah. About once a month, yeah. like and on you- average. And even when I was, when we were living in different cities, like some of the big like holidays, and oh, yeah. we'd come back and have yeah, the same. Yeah. So we always had like, I think core friends to, to keep mm-hmm. us in the same circle. Um, yeah. And I think because of the nature of our personalities being more like, like, I don't like having beef with anyone mm-hmm. and I don't think you do either. <laughs> oh, I don't like, yeah, I don't like having like, any, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I just, I think we're both like peace loving people. And yeah. so we would rather like, if, if there's the opportunity to always be in each other's circles, we would mm-hmm. rather it be like a positive, amiable um, relationship. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that's kind of a little bit of personality and a little bit of like circumstance. Yeah. And you're chill. You're chill too. You're chill. <laughs> I, I mean, I feel like, uh, I know that I don't go to you for a lot of like deep or troubling things, but you are on like that very limited list of people if, if I ever feel like I do need to get there and that's happened a few times and you always you're, you're a very good listener and I know that like everything I say is being heard and um, I hope you feel the same that you yeah. can do that I know like in terms of thoughts of re-dating I mean Janet you're still really attractive to me uh, and that, like that's something I knew that I guess some people, you know, when their relationship ends, <laughs> when the relationship ends, you, you kind of, the whole filter changes. Right? Oh, I see. Right. I see. Um, like, I think you're still very attractive and. But that's not all that matters. That is, that is not all that matters. <laughs> uh, but I, but like everything we said, the, 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 the message of this whole thing is like, we've realized our personalities, how they work best. Right. And that never got to a point where I was like, I'm going to risk that yeah yeah or not even risk it's more like i really really appreciate and grateful for what we've built even through some pain yeah what we built um and i i like that more yeah it's almost like because we've gotten to know each other better we know what's better for ourselves right uh, and and better for each other or i I can't say what i know is best for you but i feel like we're on the same page about that yeah yeah and i i think like over, because there's been a lot of years, 17 mm-hmm. of them, or like almost That's two like decades, a full right? teenager. So as a full person, um, yeah, of course, there have been times where I like kind of thought about it, right? Because I think there's few people in your life where if you already had that door opened, um, and to your point, like there wasn't, us not working out was not for lack of like attraction or like similar shared interests or things like that. It was kind of just like a realizing what, we each need from a mm-hmm. relation or for my companion and then maybe that not feeling like the best fit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I like, I thought about it different periods, but I think ultimately, like you said, like it's, 
especially now that we're even older and like I am at a place in my life where I know I'm looking for like a permanent partner. And so it's like, if we already established that as partners, we're like, or like that we work really well as friends and Mm -hmm. then this partner is not super ideal or whatever, Mm -hmm. um, then yeah. So I don't know if that answered your question, but it, it was, it was when that, that one night we went out with Daphne. Oh my God. And that's kind of recently too, actually. But she, she was like kind of nudging me. My cousin got really we were all pretty drunk but she just straight out was like she, she was she was being the instigator and she was like you saw like the way janet talks to you like she doesn't talk to the other guys like that like you guys had something really special and, like she got in my head oh i don't remember her no name. Well, she, she's telling me that on um, the side and then i was like huh yeah i mean i, I always noticed that we we talk well too you know we get along well and stuff and, um but that was like i can that was a point where i was like thinking mm-hmm. you know Yep. Are you surprised by that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, well, I remember her. I thought she was like being kind of extra about something. Yeah. I didn't know what she was saying exactly. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining me for this conversation today, Wes. Well, it takes two to combo. <laughs> so thank you for being the other side of it. Yeah. And thank you to Melon and Elle for instigating this because it wouldn't have... Yeah, like to the, this conversation, we would not have naturally come together to do this. Um, yeah, I actually, I feel like it, because we still talk a lot and we maintain a friendship, there's probably no other time that this would have naturally For sure. come up comfortably at least. <laughs> and this just kind of felt like a, now is the time to say anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, so thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I, I feel, I mean, I feel like we have leveled up our friendship in, in revisiting the past. Yeah. Um, and like I keep saying, not a lot of people have a chance to do that in, in a, in a positive way. Yeah. So I, I feel really lucky. Same. Thank you. Thank you. How many times can we say thank Thank you? Thank you, ABGs and ABBs, for providing this very safe and sacred space for Wes and I to have this very personal conversation and for lending us your ears and your hearts uh, to our story. If you don't already, please follow us on Spotify, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, leave us a rating and review, and share this episode with your friends. You can also support us through monthly donations at anchor.fm slash asianbossgirl slash support, or get some merch at asianbossgirl.myshopify.com. If you resonate with today's episode, let us know in the comments of our IG post. If you'd like to put faces to our names, you can find us on YouTube where we share vlogs, an audience Q&A segment called GRBG, and much more. Our handle on both platforms is asianbossgirl. We have a couple of shout outs today. Antonio Fernando from Toronto would like to thank Christine Lee for being an amazing teacher to her students during these crazy times. Lisa Hong from Missouri wants to thank Sarah Lai for being so inspiring. She is so proud of all that you do. From Melissa Ward in Long Beach to Crystal Lee, so excited for you in this next chapter of your career. You're a true ABG. Jenny from Chicago wants to thank David for being the best boyfriend and supporter. She loves you a lot with two exclamation points. Amanda Nguyen from Huntington Beach is sending a shout out to Anna Ha and Huang Li for being the two strongest young women she personally knows today. You both inspire her to be her best. 
Kathy Pham from Oklahoma wishes Pauline and Kayleen a happy five years of being her little sisters. She is so proud of you girls and can't wait to see you take on your bright futures. And Jessica Tai in Australia is wishing a happy 25th birthday to her Ani An. She loves you and can't wait to see you soon. If you'd like to send a shout out to a friend, check out our link tree in our link in bio on our Instagram and click on shout outs. And last but not least, thank you to our super talented editor, Michelle, for working all her magic on our episodes, including this one. Thank you all again for joining us today and we'll catch you on the next episode. Bye. Bye.